0: Making it last is all I care to do You loving me I loving you Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives Sisters and brothers, friends for life time for another conversation welcome to making it last podcast it's all about helping us to have better relationships not just with ourselves with other people this time around we're talking with deb kelly she's uh as she labels herself a grandma on a mission (laughs) and she's all about helping parents teachers children to just change their mindset and be more aware of their thinking but she also has an online program. Deb, tell us a little bit about that. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to share with you today. I'm really excited to be here and to have that flavor of the Jamaican life in my in my world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, one of our characters is from Jamaica, Guyana. She's in our book. And I was going to send you a picture of it, but I haven't. But to your audience, I, I am so happy to be here today and to mm-hmm. let you know, about my mission. And Mm -hmm. it started with my grandchildren who are eight years, I have eight grandchildren, and I wanna create a kinder world for these children and for their generation. I believe that we start to see this generation opens up and expands their minds. And so I've done an online program called Life Ingredients, and we have a library filled with hours and hours of videos And people will say, oh, why did you go with videos? Why didn't you do books? Because videos Mm -hmm. online is the face of the future. And we must teach our children wisely how to use the good screen time. And Life Ingredients is one of those products that we can share with kids. And what we teach them is Mm -hmm. thoughts are things. They're real, they matter. They become matter, but they're not always true. And once children get the awareness well, that thoughts are things, they begin to recognize, well, maybe I should be thinking differently. And we go on and we have eight life ingredients that we share with the kids and with parents and teachers too. Which is a nice segue into what we're going to be talking about because you're going to specifically that you call it the eighth life ingredient. True. Yes. And basically how to teach true. So tell us about that. Yes, I will be glad to. Mm-hmm. So, what we want to encourage is for adults to start working with their children and building uh, a stronger communications and stronger relationships. I have four children. They're all adults now heading towards their fifties and, and they, um, uh, you know what they remember is this time that their father and i spent with them together you know in some sort of uh, experience of traveling or just sitting down and having a heart-to-heart conversation these are things that are important to children because what they do is they help children realize they matter and that's the most important thing for all of us that we feel that we matter in life, and that we can make a difference in our own lives as well as other people's lives. And so we ask parents and teachers to join us in this Life Ingredients program and to pull out their childlike wonder, because Mm -hmm. as adults, we've lost, most of us have lost our childlike wonder. And when we do show it, people say, well, she's just outrageous. And I tend to use my uh, uh, childlike wonder because I'm in awe so often. Mm and seeing the world and we want to share that more and more with people to bring them back to their to their feelings their connections to to life and to their children so the first thing that we teach our children um, in the life ingredients program is about thoughts we have a book about thoughts Mm -hmm. and we have many many lessons about thoughts and what is so important about thoughts is to start to get children to pay attention. When I was in school, I had many, many teachers say to me, hey, pay attention. But no one taught us how to pay attention. Now, who taught us that? And it's really awareness and consciousness. But in schools, we don't use consciousness and they don't use awareness too much either. So paying attention is what we want to focus on in schools, and in homes too. Um, And, and what we recognize is that our brains are going, you know, 1000s of miles an hour. (laughs) And we don't have the opportunity always to just focus, we've not been trained that, you know, so we have these thoughts in our heads, their mind, uh, mind chatter is what we call them. Some Mm people call them monkey mind and that sort of thing. But it's that constant mindfulness stuff, or not mind, we're actually filling our minds with information. Oh. And particularly today with social media, and so forth, we have, we're bombarded with information. And our brains, they don't want all that. They, they don't want all that. I loved when somebody oh. asked Einstein one time, can you tell me the the answer to this math problem? And he said, Why would I want to clutter my mind with that kind of information? And that to me was a key like, yeah, we don't need all that information in our minds. What we need is to pay attention to what is going on in our in our bodies. So first, we teach them thoughts and we start to help them recognize and to pay attention to their thinking like, oh, what's going on here? And then we teach them how to be calm. And this is really a meditative state for most people. And, you know, we've been doing meditation as a human species for zillions and zillions of years, and it's, it's up there as a respectful thing. But we've never, many, many people have never taken it to the next level, which is clarity. You know, meditation for a lot of people is just sitting mindfully calm and, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to get their mind to calm down. And then they're off and running after they they get up. But what we have to do is get up from that calm place and use it. I recently, this year, had a third grade teacher say to me, or uh, a, a third grade boy, he said to me, do I always have to be calm? And I started laughing and I said, Look at me. Do I look like I'm the most calm person in the world? I said, it's state of being, sweetheart. It's not, mm-hmm. you don't have to just be like, la, 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 la. No, but mm-hmm. but we're confused. You know, as a species, we're confused. Like, oh, it has to be, you have to be zen all the time and that sort of thing. Yeah. No, no, we can be outrageous. I'm probably one of the most outrageous people and, and fun and everything. But when the environment calls upon it, Mm. you go to your state of being. And I explained to him like, okay, let's say everybody's out in the playground this afternoon and somebody falls off the slide. Now, what are you going to do? You know, what a lot of people are going to do is run over there like, oh my gosh, but you in your calm state of being are going to walk over and take and manage the situation. You're going to ask the person, are you okay? No? Okay. Then you're going to ask your friend to go, somebody you can trust, to go and get an adult to support you. And while you're there, you're going to hold that person's hand or, you know, just be there with him and be calm and relaxed. That's a state of being. It doesn't mean you have to be, you know, like in this rigid, calm space, but you draw upon your state of calm. And I don't think we have that clear yet as a consciousness, mm-hmm. as, a, as a human, you know, species. No. I don't think we have that. So we get them to calm and then we move them right into clarity. And clarity is just being on purpose. And I, I struggle every day with this, you know, because there's so many things that are bombarding my mind and I have to pull myself into a space of awareness and stop and think and look at what I'm doing. You're watching and listening to the Making It Last podcast with Noreen Daly. This time there's a grandma on a mission. More after the break as we take a word from our partners making it last is all i care to do you loving me i loving you photography is an art But more so, photography must come from the heart. Precious moments, priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BMC Photography (laughs) JA, beautiful Beautiful moments captured. captured. Let's go. That is the connection in case you're wondering. And while she lets you, it may look because she was our food as we received your food. <laughs> you can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappi's organic juices and punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors, Beat It, Berry Bomb, Get Fresh, Ton Up, and Island Splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappies Organics or call or send a WhatsApp message at one 8910 to order today. That's one Zappy's 8910 Zappies Organic Juices and Punches. Live your best life today. Making it last is all I care to do. You loving me. I loving you. Welcome back. Let's hear more from this grandma on a mission. I, I struggle with eating, you know, so I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat. And all of a sudden I have a sandwich in my hand. I'm like, wait a minute that's not where I'm going today. And I have to put it away. But what happened is I was robotic. I I was used to making a sandwich. I was used to eating this food, but I'm changing things now. And I am getting myself into drinking vegetable juice and, and eating fresh fruits and things like that. So I have to be on purpose. And if I don't stay on purpose, my automatic pilot, comes up and does my old habits because those old habits are stuck in your brain. They're deep grooves, you know, neural highways that move deep into your brain and you're, and you just keep doing those. And what we're doing when we do clarity, it's like, we have a story in uh, our book about uh, in our, on our website about a bird, uh, these birds and the, and at the end there you see their little footprints in the sand And that's what our thoughts do in our brain. We imprint our brain with our thoughts. And if we keep doing the same thoughts over and over, we keep having these same imprints. That's how habit starts. Mm -hmm. And so when the kids start to say, wait a minute, you know, I want some good habits, some good thinking habits. It's a practice, Noreen. We have to just keep practicing. Life is a practice. So that takes us to the first three uh, ingredients. And then we go into gratitude. And the reason we put gratitude right here is gratitude is a state of receivership. And what that means is that when you say, I am grateful, I am thank you," thankful oh. for something, you're giving it value and respect. And that's what we want to do for life. And, you know, not a lot of us talk about that value and respect to life. And if we can start to get kids to understand how important gratitude is to them, because when you place yourself in gratitude, you're actually pulling in a higher level of energy. You're elevating your state of being. Mm -hmm. And for kids, I just say, like, you know, it feels good. And it's a place where you feel good and things really work for you and, and things move into your life that feel good and make you feel good. And in the state of gratitude, you, you're you really valuing yourself. You're starting to feel that self-care, that self-love. Because again, do we teach little people that? No, not really, <laughs> not really, no. no. And so- what With Gratitude, we, we have some wonderful stories that we share with the kids. And we teach through stories because stories work for all levels of learning because everybody works oh. in a different, you know, level. Some some are audio, some are visual, you know, some are kinesthetic and so forth. So we like to teach with stories. And then we take those stories and we pull the lessons out of them once again and we p- repeat them to the kids because we know that keep we keep practicing, practicing, that neural highway is going to shift into a much clearer direction. And so that was our fourth uh, ingredient. Okay. And our fifth, the fifth one is my favorite one. And it's and it's my illustrator's favorite one too. We have a fabulous book, uh, story and book that we wrote about this. And it's called Guidance and we've taken it to another level and called it your good powerful system mm. and that is your intuitiveness it's your natural intelligence it's your instincts it's your gut feeling it's your i know this to be true and we again don't acknowledge that in the education system so much you know we We've been trained in the education system. There's one leader in the front of the room. And most of the time, there's just one question uh, that or one answer to a question. And that's okay. That was, you know, the beginning of our education system. But now we're expanding and we're moving into, you know, looking at social emotional intelligence and, you know, executive functioning and that sort of thing. And in order to do those things, you have to have this guidance system, uh, an awareness that we all have in a guidance system, but we have to have an awareness of it, that feeling. And what most kids can relate to is the butterflies in the stomach or the oh. gut or the upset stomach. Mm-hmm. And that's so wild because what that is, is is our microbiome in our body. It's the bacteria in our intestinal area and in that that is messaging and it's constantly messaging to the brain different things that are happening one of the experiences that um i i read about that i thought was so wild is you know when you you see somebody that is like say love at first sight and and you get this feeling in your stomach like whoa, you know that's actually the oxytocin being released in the and mm. the body message from the microbiome. And so this is a powerful system, your stomach and your gut system and and your digestive system too. It's it's a third brain, in, in my opinion. Actually, we have so many brains in our body, but you know, for our awareness, it's our brain, our mm-hmm. heart, and, and our gut. And so those gut uh, uh, reactions, once we start to tell kids about this, then they don't tend to go into a stomach ache so much as they tend to go into recognizing, wait a minute, something's going on here. Mm. I need to know. It's quite a lot like anxiety, you know, since COVID anxiety has been like, Oh my God, my kids are so anxious. There's so much anxiety. And we put it into this huge basket of negativity and depression and pain and so forth and so on but first let's us let us understand what anxiety is we we've we've made a story up we we've actually made up a story and this is where i say thoughts are things they're real but yeah. they're not always true because anxiety is nothing more than your body messaging to you and saying hey something isn't right something doesn't feel right and if you have the life skills and the tools to understand, oh wait a minute! I'm not in homeostasis. I'm not coherent. Something's going on. What's going on? You know. And then you can kind of go through your life and say, oh yeah, that that kid didn't pay any attention to me, and I felt like I was left out. You know. And and then we give mm. them tools to help them understand that. And uh, your guidance system is so phenomenal. And if we can start to understand the depth. Of this system and how it can design your life, uh, it's it's very powerful. And we just touch a little bit on it, but we call it your good, powerful system or your GPS. And we created this little this little scientist guy who is adorable. He's and we call him GPS, and he trains us and helps us to begin to understand that it's important to understand what's going on in your environment and to be present to it you know everybody talks about the present moment well when oh. i first heard about the present moment i didn't get it i thought present moment it it's it's only there for a second how, how do you <laughs> stay in there you know? <laughs> but it's awareness it's awareness of your environment you know and then getting the bigger picture is what happens with a lot of parents in and teachers too and kids is they start to talk and they start to make up stories about what's going on in the environment rather than doing the research to say, what is the bigger picture here? Yeah. What is really going on here? And as we become more aware of that as a species, we begin to heal our environment. You know, we can look, but well, we could have a whole nother conversation, Irene, yes, about, about this. That. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll take that to mm-hmm. another level later. This was part one of a two-part series of 8 Life Ingredients. Join us for part two. Making it last is all I care to do. You loving me. I loving you.